0: Welcome to the Raw and Wild Hearts, a place where the raw, the unfiltered, the wild hearts gather to celebrate triumphs and hardships, learn from each other, grow together, and break down a culture rooted in fear. We will talk, we will laugh, and we will lean on each other about everyday life experiences that we could all use a little support through, and then we'll bask in the wild, magical beings that we are. My philosophy is that by embracing the dark, we may just let in the light. I am your host, Lori Rising. Healer, educator, writer, adventurer, retreat leader, birth defender, and animal enthusiast and activist. Along with my wild heart sidekick kitty, Jesus the Brave, we'd like to invite you to get excited about the wild heart revolution. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. It's called the 2020 Astrological Report Card with Molly McCord. Yes, my mentor and inspiration is back to talk about these big, huge energies of 2020 and the permanent changes that we are all going through. If you want to go right to the interview, go ahead and check the show notes. I will have the exact minute and second that the interview starts. But today, we're doing a mid-year check-in for one of the biggest astrological years that we've experienced, and we get into Leo season that just got underway, political changes, rare eclipses, the ability to connect, receive, and surrender— and the big relationship energies that are happening. Molly is one of our most powerful intuitive astrologers and most compassionate teachers and leaders in the field of soul growth. Y'all, I am not gonna lie, I get downright giddy when I talk to Molly. I'm sure you heard it on the first episode. I thought it might be different this time. I think it actually got worse. It's like I forget my words and thoughts. I guess I can best equate it to how I would always feel the night before I would be going to Adventureland when I was a tween. She is a complete inspiration and mentor to me, and I pretty much lose my head when I get to speak to her. I'm sure you'll really notice that today. But I do hope my enthusiasm spreads to you. Do make sure to go back and listen to our first episode together in January called Molly McCord Might Just Narrate Your Life, Astrology, Divinity, and You, because we got into the good stuff with natal charts, intuitive abilities, and so much more back then. So I'm totally doing something off the cuff and new. I am dropping two episodes this weekend. Lately, I've been consciously trying to drop into this energy of spontaneity and new ways of being and living. I've taken a bit of a pause through the past few months of the intense shifts with COVID and the protests for racial justice. I've been educating myself. I've been trying to be intentional with less content and doing some really deep work. I can only assume that now this is me re-emerging into complete engagement with a renewed sense of purpose and smashing this centuries-old culture rooted in fear. You'll hear great excitement from me about these radical energies of 2020 and what I see happening for humanity, and a lot of those shifts are happening because of many of the brave people standing up for change, equality, and justice for all. They are also happening because on an individual level, people are really opening up to deeper understanding and purpose than ever before. It's so exciting, y'all. Great change takes courage. It takes strength, tenacity, and spirit. Great communities take love, compassion, and awareness. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge all of you. So when you finish this one, there's barely a wait. You can dig into another riveting and soul-quenching episode with me and the Really Real Mama this Sunday. That episode is one from my series, Laughter is Medicine, and it's called Setting the Bar with the Really Real Mama. You're going to love Amber and Molly. Powerhouse women, warrior women, magical women. We are. Okay. I also want to mention Seeking Health Supplements. It's one of my favorite supplement companies because it was created by Dr. Ben Lynch. He is one of the leading healthcare professionals in functional medicine, and he truly cares about getting to the root cause of illness. His supplements are of the highest quality and include the cofactors needed to support the integration into our bodies. Use the code LORIJULY10, that's all caps, L-O-R-I-J-U-L-Y 10, and receive 10% off your first order. And that's only through July 31st. But after that, click on the affiliate link listed below in the show notes for subsequent orders. Be sure to talk to your trusted healthcare practitioner about supplements and medications though, and make sure you're in good communication for optimal health. So I truly appreciate you being here along for this wild heart ride with me. Thank you so much for subscribing on Apple or Spotify and leaving a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, on to the show, my lovely Wild Heart Warriors. Molly McCord is a best-selling author of 10 books with over 50,000 downloads, intuitive astrologer, business strategist, radio show host, and modern consciousness teacher, Often referred to as a conscious catalyst, Molly's popular website, ConsciousCoolChic.com was nominated by Intent.com for Best Spirituality Website in 2011. She is a practicing intuitive astrologer who has connected with thousands of clients in over 30 countries, and she hosts a popular intuitive astrology podcast twice a week. Molly is being called forward on her path now to support more authors, healers, artists, and entrepreneurs to share their work by developing a solid business path. Her business training website is mollymcord.online, and she offers free videos, guidance, and tips for building your soul mission business and books in a solid, practical manner. Please welcome our favorite intuitive astrologer and my spiritual crush, Molly McCord. Hello, Molly. Thank you for rejoining the Wild Heart Revolution. Oh, hi, Lori. Thank you so much for having me back. I love talking with you and connecting with your listeners.
1: And I know we're gonna have a great time today. So thank you so much.
0: Yes, this is big. It's big energies. It's big talks. It's big integration. It's going to be such a wonderful conversation.
1: I agree. I'm excited because I know there's a lot we're going to talk about that's going to really help people and perhaps validate what they're experiencing or what they're feeling. So I am ready to get into it.
0: Absolutely. But as you know, I do like to start with a toaster of prayer to the Wild Heart Warriors in our light, especially our dark, and in all of our magic and glory. May we continue to elevate consciousness through honesty, humor, humility, gentle care, soul wrenching growth, and ownership and to us, and to the big ass 2020 energies and the bigger changes that are coming from them. <laughs> yes. Cheers. Cheers
1: to that.
0: Okay, so I am buzzing. I already told you that this morning. There's like my, my in my mind, I have like a filing Rolodex that goes really fast. Yep, yep. That's what's happening in my mind right now.
1: Okay, <laughs> That's exciting. Well I can keep up. I'm sure I can keep up with this. So we'll just go through the topics as they come in.
0: Yes. So before we really get into it, I just wanted to touch on for the people that really don't understand astrology or haven't really looked into it, or maybe might think it's a little gimmicky because they've only heard of horoscopes or they hear about people basing their life on it and don't understand it. Let's just talk a little bit about the logic of astrology.
1: Sure. No, very important question, very valid. And honestly, I think it's something that is pretty normal for most people because um, you can look at sun signs and you can look at general horoscopes and question it. You know, how can this be true for so many people? Well, that's just an opening into the deeper dive that's possible with astrology. And I never think that we have to convince anyone of anything. Everyone is free to consider things on their own terms, determine what resonates for them you know, look at what fits for them, what doesn't. And to be honest, not everyone is going to be interested in astrology or want to go into it. So I never feel like I have to convince or, you know, sell it to people. And if people, you know, think it's too woo-woo or or aren't interested, I'm really cool with that. You know, I don't, again, I don't think there's anything that has to shift around that. But for people who are curious and open-minded, One of the best things you can do is actually go into the specifics of your own chart, because the specifics of your own chart are going to allow you to self-validate. You're going to be able to understand more about what your chart is, what it means, what it says, and understand how it applies to your life, to the themes, the patterns, what you've experienced. Um, So when you connect with a good astrologer, they're going to hone in on some things You know, that could take you years to figure out or months to figure out, and they're going to be able to pinpoint some things for you to be aware of, as well as what you're here to do in your life, in your world, you know, your strengths, your gifts, all of that. So astrology is an amazing tool for self-understanding, and there's different types of astrology out there, there's different interpretations, there's different types of astrologers. So it actually becomes a very big world the more you go into it. But I do think that the key to astrology is to make it personal and to understand more about what your chart means to you. In order to do that, you would need to know your date of birth, your time of birth, your time is important, and the location of birth. And there's a variety of websites out there uh, that can give you free reports and some more understandings of your chart. I often recommend astro.com where you can create a free account put in your birth details, and then it gives you all these types of free reports, including your free daily astrology uh, reading. So know that there's ways to kind of step into or lean into astrology if you're curious, if you want to know more, and I think most importantly, how it applies to you personally. And that's when it becomes really fascinating.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you for that explanation. I just want to tell all the listeners right now that Molly and I did a wonderful episode earlier in my show, and we talked about natal charts and the importance of natal charts and what they can do for you. So I really invite everyone to go back and have a listen to that first episode that we did together, because I feel like I actually just listened to it again. I was like, wow, this is a really good episode. I was like, we've covered some really good stuff for people to have a deeper understanding of astrology. So I feel like these two episodes together are going to be really powerful. But I also want to say that since that episode, I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that didn't really know much about astrology. And once they listened to it, they dove into your repertoire, which is big and deep and exciting and there's there's so much to get into you have so many courses and so much information out there like you truly have this passion that you want to gift people this understanding if they're interested you have so many resources available to them and i have one friend that started taking your courses so i've actually watched her evolve with your courses and it has been such a beautiful thing to see her cuz she does- decided during quarantine, I want more direction in my life. I really want to understand, you know, what my purpose is and what's happening here. And I want to move more into my true essence or my soul mission. And she's done that with you. And it's absolutely stunning to watch.
1: Oh, that's so lovely. Thanks for sharing that. I'm just glad that she's connected with who she is. You know, and that's what astrology does. It shows you more of who it is. And, you know, I started learning um, astrology when I was 12. And so that was over 30 years ago. And it opened up all this understanding, these curiosities I had, this whole language, this, this whole world of what does all this mean? And through the years you know i've learned a lot more about myself that i want other people to know is available to them that there are these maps available there's these energy guides that show you who you are that help you accelerate through your own self-knowingness that help you really get to the heart of yourself in a very unique way. And astrology is very exciting right now. It's great to see it really, you know, opening up to so many millions of people around the world that people are really getting into it. Um, it's like, you know, there's there's been a time where astrology was really looked down upon, um, but now it's blossoming, it's shining, and it's helping so many people. And it's just exciting because it means that As your friend steps into who she really is, her life is going to change in the most amazing ways. It's like she's going to sync up with universal energies, universal forces. She's going to blossom and become more of herself than ever before. And that's just one of the many gifts of astrology. So um, I just want people to know that it's a great way to really get into who you are, what you're here to do, and to understand that there's a lot of wonderful things that can happen from this, this level of knowledge.
0: Absolutely. And the part that kind of tickles me the most is Whenever she has someone new come into her life, she's like hardcore. She's like, okay, can I get your birthday, your time yep. and place of birth? And she, <laughs> yes. she's seriously, that's how she's relating to people. And it's, and I'm telling you, I'm watching this unfold and it is amazing. It's so beautiful to see people get this excited and in, involved even in the relationship with someone really wanting to understand it at that level.
1: Yes. Yeah. And there's always more to go into with astrology that I love. Like, I still am learning. I'm still opening up to more things. There's all these different areas um, that you can do some deep dives into. There's advanced astrology. I mean, there's a lot here that it can quickly become an obsession. It can quickly become um, something that you really want to keep developing. So that's really great that she's applying it to
0: relationships
1: and, and just to her overall understanding of life right now.
0: Agreed. I am totally obsessed with your podcast. And I actually have like those brief moments of like, oh my gosh, what if she stops doing this? Like, what will I do? It's my lifeline. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, well, I will take that as a compliment that
1: um, it's resonating and helping and i love it i mean i started my podcast back in 2012 and it's definitely developed and grown through the years into just a passion of mine that i i look forward to it i'm excited to do it you know twice a week and I just want people to know that they're not alone, especially during this year, but also just in what they're moving through. It means, you know, you're connected to universal forces and that can be really validating, um, especially at key times in our life. So thank you for saying that, Lori, because I just I love doing the podcast and I don't plan to stop it anytime soon. So thank you for that.
0: (laughs) Thank you for that. And thanks for doing it, because honestly, I firsthand know how much work a podcast is, and the right. fact that you do it twice a week, it just like floors me. So I really want to have gratitude and thank you for putting your energy out there and your time for so many people, for the masses. So many people are resonating with it and getting a lot of support from you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Oh, well, thank you. It's, it's a win-win then because I love it too. So I'm glad that it's, it's really helping people.
0: All right, are you ready? I want to be like, are you ready to rumble? Yeah, like that's yeah, how big this on, is. I'm ready. Oh my gosh. So first of all, I think I just wanted to touch on thankfully Leo season coming in, right? This this yes. cancer stuff has been intense. Let's so intense. talk about it yeah so the cancer
1: energies have been extra strong uh, because of the eclipses and we had mercury retrograding cancer Uh, we had two cancer new moons so the the gifts of it if you will though is that cancer is the opposite of capricorn and we've had huge Capricorn energies throughout 2020. So we've actually been doing a rebalancing and it's been a bit like the seesaw has gone all the way down to one side, you know, all the way down to the ground and then all the way up in the air. You know, we've had some really big waves of energy coming in, but if we can see how We have access to many parts of ourselves and to travel consciously with those parts of ourselves and it helps with the balancing act. Uh, So as we go into Leo season, uh, Leo being a fire sign, being very energetic, very creative, bringing us back to our power centers and what we need, what we want, it can be a sense of strengthening in Now, what matters to me right now? Considering everything that's transpired in 2020, how things have played out, how things have shifted, what am I going to choose right now today? And how am I going to use my power? So if Leo season um, is something that is beneficial for you, then you might really feel energized to be in that creative spark of life and to continue to develop your confidence in yourself your ability to say okay I'm getting through this I'm doing the best I can and what can I do now that makes me happy that brings me joy that's expressive because Leo is very playful and it's where we want to do something that brings us a sense of joy so that would be a great way to move through uh, this Leo season and to make the most of it as well
0: yeah so do you feel like it kind of brings you more into the present moment right now as well I think so and I think
1: that it's something where you know we have we always have choices to make about how we use our energy. And if you can go to that place of what can I do today to bring a little bit of fun into my life? What can I do to just shake off my stress or to feel more alive or to be connecting with my inner child, to be in a place of play, that's going to help With some of these real-world burdens and challenges that 2020 have really brought up for all of us, so it is a choice, you know, to step into that part of ourselves. But I think that it's going to also help activate and shake off anything that's been stuck, anything that's been too heavy, too worrisome. It can help you shift your frame of mind so that you're not feeling only trapped, if you will, um, but that you can, it's like, I feel like this opening of the the heart really of like, well, what brings you joy today? And see what you can do um, around that energy.
0: Oh, man, I am really looking forward to that. Because, you know, Mercury went out of retrograde, but it's still in cancer, right? So I was like, okay, communication's going to be so great. And like, it's actually kind of gotten worse for me. I feel like I've felt this fractured energy in my communications and it kept coming and it kept coming, especially the last one to two weeks. And I was like, what is going on? I thought Mercury was at a retrograde and then listening to your podcast and really understanding still Mercury's in cancer until August 5th. Is that correct?
1: It is. Yeah. And it's still going to be a bumpy ride because Mercury is making a square to Mars and Aries. And then it's going to oppose all three planets in Capricorn. So it's still a good time to go cautious and slow with what we need to say, communicate, get out there, make sure there's no errors, give yourself time. It's still not a fast moving or strong energy. It's a bit choppy. That's just part of being gentle with ourselves, you know, and, and knowing that okay, there's a time and place for everything, and if I can just stay slow in some areas of my life, um, that's going to pay off. So I do recommend that trusting that slowdown at this time, and that Mercury will get stronger as it enters Leo on August 5th.
0: Yes. And I recommend having a little toolbox of tools to disengage. You know what I mean? Like, instead of staying. Yeah, because when you stay engaged and you like I've felt uh, I'm pretty good at disengaging at this age. I feel like I've really honed in on that. You know, I have five planets in Aries, so (laughs) there's a lot of fire happening there. Yeah. And so I just feel like I I wrote a post about it recently about like, what are your tools to disengage so that you don't take a communication fracture so personally and you can, you know, stay in your power and give it some time and then re engage from a place of balance and alignment
1: yes exactly and to honor these cycles of energies that are bigger than us so that you don't think you have to make anything happen or force it or change it and and to just be in it in a way that allows you to to flow you know there's a grace in that flow there's a grace in that ability to disconnect so I love that you have put together that toolbox Lori that's brilliant
0: It served me so well when you can look back and have all this pride and be like, wow, I really put the work in and it's paying off. Good. That's the most validating
1: thing, too, is when you see those shifts and that growth in yourself and how it changes, like the response or what you feel or just what you're experiencing. Those are big wins. I love those kinds of developments.
0: Yes, me too. Okay, so let's look back a little bit at our conversation in January. So you know, 2020 was just getting kicked off. And for me, I had this feeling like I knew it was really big. I had just done a retreat with all these women. And we were like, this is big, you know, we're coming into our power, something big was on the precipice, right. And so I knew it, I kept saying like, it's yours for the taking, because I knew there was going to be this opening of consciousness, and the veil was was getting lifted a little bit but you kept talking about the collapse of brick and mortar so I want to talk a little bit about that when you say you know when you have those messages you understand the deeper meaning of them because clearly we have had a huge collapse of brick and mortar but who would have known that it could have been to this extent
1: right and I think part of it for me is Trusting that message or what's coming through, but knowing it can play out in any number of ways. And so to see that something is coming down the pike, so to speak, you know, that brick and mortar is is changing permanently, uh, politics are changing, business is changing, government's changing, you know, we can have some idea of how these things could play out, but then There's many ways that they can play out, and that's where we have to take it one day at a time, but also look at the fact that when things collapse, when they change permanently, as this year is all about, this year is all about permanent parts of our world, our physical world, our reality changing. uh, They're actually transforming, and that it's a renovation in process, and that if we can see it in more of a long-term perspective, that can help with any of the immediate worries or concerns that you know, the, the long-term journey is going to make more sense. Um, but this everyday life shifts that we've all gone through um, where, where, you know, restaurants are closing and businesses have shut down and everything, you know, needs to be delivery and social distancing and, and, and everything that's now our reality – Um, it's it's not going to stay like this either. You know, there's going to be new things that come about and that move us forward. And I feel like what 2020 is really getting to the heart of is what matters to us the most during these big world changes. So we've all been hanging out at home. You know, you're in your energy field. You're you're in yourself, right? Like you can't escape as easily to go do errands or, or to go back to the way life was. We're all hanging out in our own energy fields. What are you learning about yourself? What are you learning that is essential to you that matters in your life? What understandings have you arrived at about what you need and who matters to you and Um, I feel like it's been this shaking out of our value systems and it's been a deeper awakening into the life we want to create and the life we want to live regardless of everything that's changing around us. So it's kind of this interaction between the macro and the micro and it's this ongoing conversation as well. Um, so I hope that's clear, but I feel like what we're really getting to the heart of is like, what do I need in my life to live a satisfying life? What, what can I create next? What matters to me going forward? Um, because I feel like part of being in our own energy, it's calling back our own energy and it's calling back our own power, calling back maybe what we have uh, dispersed or what we have unconsciously given away or handed out. Well, now 2020 is showing you more of your own authority over your life? And what have you learned about that? So I think that's kind of the deeper, the deeper energies that at least I can speak for myself that I've been feeling, Lori. So what do you think? How does that sound for your experience?
0: Oh my goddess. Yes, I feel like it's an evolution of humanity. Yeah. The themes that keep coming up for me is, even with all of the seeming collapse, right? It's like we are shifting into abundance versus scarcity, even though it can seem scarce, right? Because we're losing all of these things that we were holding on to and these beliefs and these, you know, this pattern and these expectations. But I feel like abundance comes from adaptability and from trust.
1: Yeah. And that there are constant streams of abundance. And if we've been locked in, to one version or one definition, well, this can be an opening into other possibilities and potentials of, of how to live a life that is rewarding and satisfying, self-sustaining, all of that. Um, so I love that perspective of, of the abundance.
0: Yes. I keep telling everyone when we're talking about these decisions, because so many people I know are making huge changes in their lives, major yeah. change, leaving their homes, leaving their city, leaving their job, leaving their relationship. Bam, bam, bam. It's happening. Right. And I just keep telling yeah. them as we're talking about it and processing through it, make sure you're coming from a mentality of abundance. Like, are you coming from abundance? Or are you coming from scarcity? Because we get culturally conditioned to come from scarcity. I feel like the light is cracking through that right now. This is like what I've been preparing for my whole life. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was born with this belief in the divinity of humans. Uh And now I feel like this, I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. And I'm so excited. And so, you know, I feel a little a little guilty sometimes to have this level of excitement when it can be so uncomfortable and really painful for a lot of people that are going through this. And I realize I come from a a big place of privilege as well, but yet I see this overall humanity shift. It's like I'm up above ourselves or up above humans and I'm seeing this like major, evolution shift that's going to be huge for the whole planet going forward
1: yeah and people will definitely experience it at different levels of consciousness at different um, places in their own path and in their own life and yet it has this overarching theme of we're going to something higher, something more open, something more expansive. And that journey can be bumpy and rocky getting there. um, You know, just ask any pioneer, any pilgrim, anyone who has set out on a hero's journey, that that's just part of the undertaking, but that it's meant to lead us to something that will be more advantageous. So I really love that, Lori. I think that's a beautiful way to
0: see it. Thank you. And yeah, I was actually laying in bed, I think yesterday or this morning, and I was reflecting on everything. And I was like, wow, you know what? These shifts and energies are so big and they're so intense that I don't know if it's if one happened because of the other or if they're connected. But this whole situation with quarantine and covid has actually given us the space to do very deep personal evolution work with these energies. Almost this time has given us the space to really drop in to make the very deep changes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, And it had to work with everybody at the same time, you know, truly a, a global experience, which you think about how rare that is. Like how many times does everyone on the planet experience something so paramount? You know, it really doesn't happen in this way very often. So there's something so special, if you will, and really unique about the fact that the whole world is experiencing this pandemic and this energy at the same time.
0: Right, and I think that that's what creates a lot of the trust in abundance as well. It's like going through this in a greater collective. It creates a whole different sense of camaraderie. We can connect with each other. We can understand each other's experience, whereas before it felt much more like solitary. We were in our own experience trying to just get through life.
1: Yeah, it's definitely something that is working with us very strongly individually and collectively, and it's um, that whole we're all in this together part of things right now.
0: So, do you have any kind of insights or connections with the political storm that's happening in regards to the astrology and the energies going on?
1: Well, that would relate to the strong Capricorn energies um, that are obviously working with us throughout the year, plus the Capricorn eclipses that we've just been through. So it's going to continue throughout 2020 that we have these very big changes and upheavals in politics and government in uh, the structures that create what we have come to know um, in these areas. So it's going to continue. It's certainly not going to change, but this is actually where You know, know, politics is very much a 3D energetic paradigm, and it's some of the most dense energy on the planet. So that's a good thing to see that these are some of the structures that are really having to shift and elevate. And if we can see it in that way and stay open to the changes, that will be beneficial. Um, The changes, especially in the U.S., are going to continue to increase in their intensity Especially into 2023, so this next election cycle is a really big deal. Um, however, I think that because of how the U.S. is changing permanently, it's going to be, regardless of who who wins or, or who's. Um, President or who's in control, it's going to be a very hard thing to manage because the bigger cycles of energy are showing how the United States is changing permanently. And that is something that really can't be managed or it can only be managed to a certain extent. So the U.S. is going through something that it hasn't gone through um, since the country was born in 1776. And so the astrology for the U.S. is quite dynamic, uh, quite pivotal quite transformational and it's asking us as Americans to really you know hold on for the ride to participate in the ways that resonate with us to understand uh, that things are going to be moving into a whole new experience Uh, but to keep the faith you know to to keep the faith in a process and that it's going to be years it's going to take years before things are really on solid ground again
0: Wow. Okay, so (laughs) I haven't heard you talk about that into 2023. I was like, "Ooh, okay, that's uh, that's a while from now." But I like that you said, "Hold on for the ride," because that has been when my messages or downloads come through. That's been my constant download. And so Uh for myself, I'm planning to go and commune with the land and really understand the history of the land over the next year, and really try to keep my vibration up because I'm holding on. You know what I mean? Like I feel like especially those people that are doing light work or star seeds or the like, the brighter we keep our light, even though we're going to go through the shifts and the dark and the shadow, we have to in order to have the light. But the yep. brighter we keep that light and hold on, you know, the stronger we're going to be on the other side when we're rebuilding, however we are rebuilding.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And so it can help to know that it's going to be a longer process and that, it, it, that that can just help with managing expectations. Um, but also that you know we're here for this. There's something about our souls that really wanted to be here to participate and contribute during this time on the planet, during these big changes and transformations that are necessary. So I feel like that can also help with the bigger picture of it all. Of course, we have to manage our energy daily. We have to take care of ourselves and attend to our realistic and practical needs. But if you can also stay aware that this is actually a really exciting time in some regards, that can help with like energizing uh, what, what we're developing and what we're building.
0: Mm, I love it when you say stuff like that. It's like warm fuzzies in my body. Like, seriously, it just gets me so excited. And instead of being like, oh, why am I going through this? Or doing the kind of victim, (laughs) the victim thought of, oh, this is really hard. But when you say things like that, I'm like, it is exciting. Hard things can be really exciting. You know, deep change can be really exciting. We're just not used to it because we've been really brought up in this system of, of, um, What's the word I'm looking for?
1: Maybe things that are just, you know, comfortable as is status quo, you know, this is how we've known life to be and, you know, life, life is changing in very big, big ways. And, it's unsettling. And so I do think it's a dance, you know, it's a dance back and forth between what we need to feel safe and comfortable, but then the excitement or the potentials of what can happen and what can develop. And there's an acceleration of all this too. You know, it's accelerated to the point where um, we feel it and we can't deny it. So I I do think it's a back and forth that's quite normal. And um, that's probably been a lot of even this year of like can handle this and then oh no I can't handle it
0: right and I love when you say sometimes you're like sometimes it's just breath by breath
1: yeah
0: yeah that's a good mantra it's true I think
1: yeah yeah breath by breath or heartbeat by heartbeat and you know step by step and and that's perfect you know that's a perfect way to handle big changes uh, during these big energy cycles
0: Absolutely. So you mentioned a little bit about eclipses. Let's talk about those because this this year is a rare year for e- eclipses. Is that correct? Yeah, we have six
1: in 2020. Normally we have four, and we're going to have two more: uh, one in late November and one in December. And these are eclipses that are helping us learn, grow, expand, develop, see things in a new way, take in new information, um, and just be able to, you know, keep moving forward with, the, with new choices. I think that's part of it, too. It's like th- there's this um, openness to what is possible that's really important right now, and the eclipses are going to help us with
0: that. Yeah, when the eclipse came through Oregon, so I was outside, um, and I was hanging out with my neighbors, Buzz and Bobby, on their porch, and the feeling that I got when that went through will never leave me. You know what I mean? It was so it was like, everything just went quiet. It was like the world went quiet around me. And there was something so deep and so powerful in that, you know, I feel like Uh I'm still learning from it. And I'm still, you know, growing from that moment. And so if you think about that happening, so often, even though even if you're not in the line of it, it's really powerful.
1: Yeah, it is. And, They tend to help with our life changes, uh, what we're ready to move forward into next and acceleration. Um, And eclipses can be more impactful for people when they're working specifically in their chart with their personal planets or points. So that's why we can feel some eclipses very strongly and other ones not as much. It is an individual experience. Um, and it's yet one more way that, you know, astrology is personal is that it shows you where the big life changes are happening for you and, and how it's right on time, you know, especially at a soul level, it's right on time.
0: Mm, I love the divine timing message. I, you know, it's really easy to forget that in our culture and what we've created around us. But divine timing is really beautiful when you can like soften into it with anything yeah. in your life. It's so supportive.
1: Yes, it is, and it gives you that sense of release and just exhale of, okay, I don't have to be in control or figure all this out, and I can just ease into it and trust this process, and I think that is something we all need at times, you know, if not every hour, you know, we just need that sense of, okay, all is well, all is well, even if um, I go other places or my mind starts ramping up these different thoughts, all is well, you know, and that's a really a very affirming, calming belief
0: to carry. Yeah. And you've even said things like, um, you know, when we're making these big life changes, you've said things to the fact where it's like it could not have happened before now, even if you know you wanted it to or you were willing it to it could not have. And I love that it just feels so good.
1: It does. And it's one of the ways that the cycles of astrology can be very affirming and comforting because we can have these expectations of ourselves. It's like, I don't know, but when I was younger, you know, I thought, oh, by the time I'm 28, I'm going to be married or have this many number of kids and this, this, and this. And we have these expectations for our life, but that's not usually how it pans out. And it can be really cool to sync up with these bigger cycles and understand that there is a beautiful timing for everything. There's a beautiful way things are meant to support us. And if you want to believe that, and if you want to go into that type of understanding in your life, it can also set you free from some things um, that maybe are, you know, holding you back or weighing on you. you know, It can release some of those expectations.
0: Ooh, that's a great segue. Let's move into the surrender of Neptune in Pisces. Yeah. You want to talk a a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Neptune in Pisces um, is an energetic experience that takes us out of our physical world. Pisces is the last astrological sign in the zodiac wheel. And it is the energy of release, forgiveness, compassion, and transmutation. It's where we understand a higher purpose of something, of where we can say, okay, I got what I got from that and I'm going to let it go. Um, It's asking us to go into our own spiritual beliefs around even the journey of life, around why some things happen. It asks us to look at who do you need to forgive, including yourself? How can you forgive yourself? How can you accept what is with compassion? Um, and, and how to not take everything so seriously or to only be in the physical world, only be in the physical reality? Uh, the Neptune and Pisces is very creative, artistic, intuitive. It's where we're developing our spiritual gifts and it's opening us up to the fact that we are unlimited energies that, you know, we're for a moment in time, we're in these physical bodies, but we are souls on an endless journey. And if you can connect with that part of yourself and that part of your energy experience, it will also help uh, release you from too many things in the world that maybe are, are kind of weighing on you or you don't know how to solve. So it's really a beautiful gift Neptune is at home in Pisces. It's the sign of its rulership. So it's giving us access to this whole other world and all these other dimensions that are meant to support us.
0: Yeah, just yesterday, you know, religiously, I listened to your podcast. I loved the exercise that you talked about and it was like taking something that's been weighing on you or something that you've been trying to figure out and the answer's not coming. I think you said putting it in like a ball and just giving it up to your guides and to yes. God's source spirit and just saying, okay, I've been working on this. Can I get some help? You know, it, what some help that's in my highest good. Can you make the message clear? So I definitely get the message from you. I loved that. I wrote it down in my journal.
1: Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, I, I share with you stuff that I do (laughs) because this, this stuff also works for me and we need these tools and the practical ways to work with energy. So yeah, I think the exercise was to visualize whatever has been weighing on you or troublesome, especially since May and surrender it to the void, you know, just Mm -hmm. see it dissolving, see it becoming something that isn't, Heavy on your energy or on your soul and allow spirit, God, source, the universe to transmute it and to bring about a solution, to bring about something that benefits you. Because when we hold on to something and we don't let it go, well, that's certainly our free will and our choice. But when you are willing to surrender it and allow it to show up in another form, that opens you up to the miracles, to the new potentials, to something else coming forward. So um, that's just one way to work with the energy right now that could feel really empowering.
0: Mm. Yes, empowering. I feel like there's so much empowerment happening in 2020. Again, even with the hardships and the changes and the scary stuff, at least for me, I feel this overall just overriding theme of empowerment, but I see it just in my communities, in people. I see these transformations. So, uh, oh my gosh, we have, okay, ah, I'm like looking at the time. Let's talk about relationships real quick because you have touched on this. Relationships I want to talk about because I feel like that's our thing. That's people's thing. You know, like I want to talk about the energies in 2020 versus 2021 that you've talked about and what's happening this year with people in maybe their partnerships or people that, you know, like me that are single that clearly aren't really dating right now or I I assume probably aren't with COVID and quarantine. But yeah, just give, give us what you got.
1: So this is important and I want people to know that it was basically written in the stars that this is a year to really be in relationship with yourself. And it comes Mm. back to the fact that we're in quarantine and we're in our own energy fields and we're all dealing with stuff that maybe we didn't look at for a number of years. We're looking at where we're growing spiritually, where we're expanding in our consciousness, what interests us. And it's setting up something that we're meant to be in alignment with for even the decade to come. So there's things that are shifting and changing because of who you are now. And everyone is feeling this at different levels of consciousness. Astrologically, we have had venus retrograde and we're going to have mars retrograde and these are the the lovers of the zodiac so to speak and we're also experiencing of course these really big changes in our daily lives and what matters to us so we're really being asked to get clear and stronger in our relationship with ourselves and then that's the part of ourselves that we'll then take out and interact with people i feel like people are experiencing very big spiritual awakenings Um, They're understanding more about who they are, what they want, what they need, and conversely, they're seeing what they don't want, what is not fulfilling, what hurts their heart, where they have more healing work to do, where there maybe were painful lessons, but I feel this control of like, you know, I'm going to heal this for myself. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to you know, go to therapy. I'm going to take some classes. I'm going to learn from this wound. I'm going to learn from this relationship. I'm going to allow this to empower me and make me better. So we're all doing this intense, deep dive in our inner relationship wounds that maybe we're unconscious or unaware, but we're also seeing what we want to live a satisfying life. And so there's been these parts of ourselves that have been out of sync but they're going to start syncing up and coming together. And this is where we're going to then be able to, you know, meet new people and connect with new people. It's kind of like, you know, we come out of quarantine and we come out of our cocoons. So we've kind of been in these cocoons of transformation and healing and understanding more of what we want. And I feel like going into 2021 and beyond that it could even be like you match up or you pair up with somebody quickly because the energies have accelerated and it could be like these magnetic forces just bring people together like i see it happening as um cup, like a quick coupling up where you think oh my god nothing's happening i wish i was dating i wish i could be out there but you know all of that could also be a giant waste of time it could be like a waste of your energy a waste of your emotions uh, just it, it might not even serve you so it's sort of like it's better To use this time in the highest and best possible way to make sure that you really know who you are you know your needs you know your love languages you know you know what kind of relationship you want with somebody because i think as we move into this decade a lot of people are going to be paired up with a really good energy match for them because of what they've been through in 2020 so Just know that, of course, there's a time and a season for everything and to never give up on love, never, ever give up on love and what your heart needs, um, but that it could, things could come together even faster because of what we've had to go through this year.
0: Right. I feel like the lessons are integrating so deeply. Yeah. Like just the other night I was talking with somebody on the phone. I was catching up with her after years and she was like, well, what about you? Are you in a partnership? And I was like, hell no. My bar is so high. It's the highest it's ever been. The only way I would be in partnership is if we were pooping out rainbows and unicorns, like our souls were setting ablaze. I'm so clear on that person will see me, like will see my soul and will know my soul that I'm not open for anything else. And I think it's also part of this
1: rewiring and reworking of our feminine and masculine energies individually. And so that's part of the opening and part of the softening too, you know, depending on if you identify primarily as masculine or feminine energies or how you show up in relationships. Because of course, some people identify uh, equally as both, but this is looking at, you know, who we each are. And that's one of the things that in an astrology chart will show you um, who you are in relationships, what you need, what you're about, what your emotional needs are, you know, how you relate to people. And also if you have strong uh, feminine or masculine energies. So this does pertain, Lori, to where we started our conversation of getting to know yourself, because then the more you know yourself, the more you know how you show up in relationships, what you need, the type of energies that are comfortable for you, that you interact with best. And that is something that I think many people are discovering, too, is more of their true self and, and their true relationship needs.
0: Yeah. It's really gotten me out of this scarcity of, oh, I miss, I want to have a partner and I miss that. And, you know, I need to like date in order to find that person. And I just have this really deep trust that I've never had before that we're going to find each other, that that person that we we're on our way towards each other.
1: That's beautiful. Yes. And that's important to energize that belief. Um, and that trust and, and that will certainly pay off and serve you because that's how um, you'll know too, like how the right person, you know, shows up for you. But you, but then you're also, you know, the right person for them as well. And that synchronicity is quite beautiful.
0: What does this mean for people that are in relationship, that are in committed relationships? Does this shift it for them? Does it go deeper in that relationship and that commitment and that soul knowing together?
1: I think this year is working with everyone regardless of relationship status and there's a lot about this year that's really showing you the truth of who you are and the truth of a relationship or the truth of a connection and everyone um, may be feeling it in different ways but I think that even if you're in relationships there's things that you're realizing or understanding um, that are going to give you some new choice points or some new understandings of what you need, how to improve that relationship or how you want to relate to somebody in a deeper way, you know, how you show up, um, how you can improve the quality of your relationship or the quality of your time together. So I think this energy is working with us all across the board. And the more that we work with it and embrace it, it's like then you're really in your power and your choices about what to do with it and how to direct it moving
0: forward. Mm, thank you so much for that. I am freaking out. Our time is almost up. I can't leave it. Oh, I can't okay. either. <laughs> So I did want to try to talk about overall themes of 2020, but I don't know that we have time. So I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, what grade do you give your 2020 Astrological Report card?
1: Oh, um I'd give it the grade of we're all doing our best <laughs> because there's just so much. It's like, what else can you do except be you know, loving and kind to yourself about what is happening this year and, you know, taking things as they come and being gentle with yourself, but also being strong. Um, I think that this is a year, you know, it's definitely a game changer year and it does show us how we handle change. And, and how we move through these energies. So um, I guess it's more about, well, w- what would I tell myself in the future, you know, or what would my future self rather tell, tell me today about how I'm handling these energies? And it's kind of like, you're doing the best you can. So I don't know what grade that would be, but I think it's a passing grade. I think we're passing.
0: I give it an A. I feel like that's why. We're in this moment. We're in it together. We are all going through these huge changes and shifts. And I'm so proud of everyone because even if you don't know that you're integrating them, even if you don't know that you're working with these energies, I see it. I see you. I know you're doing it. And I know you're doing this breath by breath. You're doing it walk by walk, meditation by meditation. And so I think everybody's, I think the whole year is getting an A. And I think these big shifts and changes are really what we need to drop more into our divinity as humans because we're so magical and so powerful and this year to me is giving that magic and power a big old boost and uh-huh. so we're along for this ride. And and to me, that is an A. That is like a huge pass. It is a, it's a huge accomplishment. And so I really want to just honor everyone for, like you said, being here, being a soul on this planet right now, doing this big, important work for everyone's yeah. benefit, for the greater good, for the collective.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that's the best way to proceed through any journey is to be self-validating and self-affirming too of everything that's unfolding and to just keep going you know to know that we're made to keep going we have more strength than we realize at times even on the days that are hard or draining or overwhelming you know we're made to keep going we have endurance we have the ability to stay strong and to keep showing up and to allow that as well to help you with this year and what we're going to move into over the next decade as well
0: mm, yes yes Oh, my gosh. Okay. Molly, I am crazy in love with what you're putting out to the world. I am so honored that my path has crossed yours. So we're just going to real quick hit that last question of who would be your dream guest and why?
1: Oh, well, this is a good question. And I I did think about this because um, I would say I have two answers to this. Um, one of my mentors was a gentleman named Noel Till, an astrologer, a master astrologer who contributed a lot. And he passed away um, the beginning or actually the end of last year. And I would have liked to have more conversations with him. I had the privilege of connecting with him twice over the past 15 years. And I think he had more wisdom to share with us. So, um, he as a master astrologer would be someone I would have loved to have a conversation with. And then the other person, um, would be the gentleman who brought forward the human design system and to understand more about his own journey, his own knowledge, his own, um, experience and his name is Ra Uhuru of um, human design and I think that he is quite fascinating and I would have loved to have a conversation with him before he passed away from his physical body too. So those would be my two answers, Lori. Do you do a lot of human design for yourself? I have gone down that rabbit hole, yes. And I find it quite fascinating. It's a whole different system than astrology, although it incorporates astrology. And it brings in some more understandings and energetics that I think are really fascinating, again, at an individual level. It's very specific information. So I'm I'm learning. I started in 2014 learning about human design, um, but... I'm I'm still learning and I'm still exploring it. So yeah, I think it's quite fascinating.
0: Yeah, and you have, have a you? course out. Well, you have a course out on it, and that was my first uh, foray into it. And so I, yes. I took that course, and so I'm I'm learning a little bit about it. And it definitely is something on my radar to get deeper into for sure. Yes,
1: that's really interesting information, and uh, yet one more layer of ourselves that we get to explore and understand. So it's pretty. cool. Oh my gosh.
0: So many layers. So real quick, I'm just going to throw out there. I'm going to throw out there someone that you said in our first podcast, which is Martin Luther King Jr. I'm also going to say Joan of Arc and Gandhi. And the reason that I'm saying those three is actually coming from the book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And Uh What he talks about with those three is that they had a dream that they manifested as reality while their environment or their surroundings did not support that dream. So they believe they they literally saw that dream come true. And they had such deep belief in that dream that they based it on what could be and not what has been in the past. And so even when their environment did not support them continuing to move forward with that dream, they continued with it because they believed so deeply in it. And so I would love to, yeah, I would love to talk to them about, because I feel like that's happening at a certain level right now with these big energies and with these big shifts in our communities and culture. So I would really like to talk to them about. How did you keep the reality of a dream alive when you had never seen that outcome? Does that make sense?
1: Oh, it's gorgeous. I love that answer. And I think that's a beautiful segue too. you know, into what we're experiencing and then where we're going to be going over the next few years. So I love that, Lori. That's wonderful.
0: Yes, Molly, oh my gosh, I I'm telling you, I'm giddy. The hour went so fast and I'm so happy that you decided to take the time to spend more of your beautiful gifts with us and share them with us. Tell everybody where they can get a hold of you real quick because oh man, yeah. you are you're my mentor. Like quite honestly, oh, like you drive me in this world and what I'm moving toward, I will tell you right now that you are a big reason that I'm doing it. So please tell people where they can get a hold of you.
1: Sure. Well, I'm on Instagram at Moxie Molly 11. I'm on YouTube under Molly McCord. I have two YouTube channels. Um, one is for business development. If you're a healer, an entrepreneur, if you're doing anything online. And then the second bigger channel is my astrology information uh, where you'll find the podcast I'm on blog talk radio and iTunes um, and anywhere podcasts are distributed and then my main website is online. so um, I hope that I have something informational to offer you supportive anything that you might need right now for your journey where you're going next and as always I appreciate um, your time and thank you so much Lori for having me always a joy to talk with you and connect
0: Oh, such a joy. Thank you, Molly. You are so beautiful. Such a beautiful soul. She has so much to offer you. So yeah, I guess we will sign off for the day. Cheers, yes, everyone. good,
1: Lori. We'll talk again soon.
0: And with that, let's normalize the struggles, celebrate the quirks, and lean into the light. From myself and Beezus the Brave. <laughs> Happy Wild Heart Revolution, friends. Are you ready to go?
1: I am. I know the time's going to fly, so I'm excited, Lori. I'm
0: excited. Ooh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm Like I said, I'm buzzing. This is like, oh my God, it's going to be so big. Okay. <clears throat> Lately, I've been doing a little vocal warm-ups with people. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's good to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay, here we go. So...